0: Spark your entrepreneurial pursuits with our guests' best-kept secrets for growing their business and healthcare practices. Get the how-tos that host Hal Alpr, uses to win record sales for business owners and managers. This is BusinessWorks. Welcome to Business Works. This is Hal Alpr, your host, and I'm here today to discuss how to focus on priorities. We've had a number of discussions in recent podcasts and shows about different ways of looking at the problems that surround you in your business life. And so today, we're going to try to come up with some answers for you about that. And uh, one of them is to realize that if you don't focus on priorities in the sense of really addressing them and doing something about them, they will not go away, (laughs) I promise. So one of the things we want to discuss is that, first of all, you're going to have to purchase a... The, the only expense involved in this discussion, you're going to have to go out and purchase a blank book. <laughs> a blank book, that's pretty cheap. You can get them just for a couple of bucks if you look in the right places, and uh, you probably know where those are. And in case you haven't used one in a few years, a pen, you know that thing with the ink in it that <laughs> you write with? Um And the reason is, I've told you a few times we've talked about this, uh, because uh, physiologically it is a commitment when you write something down on a piece of paper, and it is not when you just tap it into a keyboard. Okay, so um, in this case, because this is your business we're talking about, or your business interests, um, it's pretty important, and I'm sure you're going to want to keep track of it, so... The first thing we want to look at is uh, there are three steps here involved I'm going to address in this uh, part of the show. And the first is a a review of um, some how-tos. And the first how-to is deep breathing, believe it or not, because deep breathing is the only immediate thing in your whole body besides your pulse and your heartbeat. And by the way... Breathing can control your pulse and your heartbeat, and your pulse and heartbeat cannot control your breathing. So it is an opportunity for you to rest your troubled little mind and get yourself focused on what's really important for your business. And so the way to do that is a deep breath in through your nose, Push the air down to the bottom part of your lungs instead of the top part where you will walk around with your chest sticking out. Make your stomach stick out instead. You can put your hand there. It helps a little to remind yourself. So shift the air, deep breath in, and then shift it down to the bottom of your stomach. Make your stomach stick out. Hold it there a second, and then shift it to the top part of your lungs by pushing in your stomach. And you can do that with your hand right now. And then, of course, you can do this later without that. And then exhaling, slow, steady stream through your lips, which are kind of closed. So you should be able to hear it like that. And when you've done it two, three times, you will start to hear the difference in your voice. And that means that you are slowing down your system, that you are being more receptive, that you are taking more in and that you are focused on being here and now. Here and now is the only place to succeed in business. You cannot succeed drifting your mind off into the future to the exclusion of what's happening to you in front of you. You can't do uh, too much lamenting about the past to the exclusion of what's right in front of you so the bottom line is you want to be a great business person and be successful at what you do you want to keep focused as much as possible on the immediate on the here and now and by the way you'll find this all throughout the bible as well the focus on what's right in front of you and stay there with it as much as you can the breathing helps a lot when you feel like you're starting to lose um the momentum of something Stop and take a deep breath. Again, in through the nose. Push it to the bottom of your lungs. Shift it up slowly. Hold it there a second. And then slow, steady stream through your closed lips. Not totally closed, but tight. So that you can hear it. You have to be able to hear it. And then you go right back and do it again. Now, as you do this, say to yourself, energy in. And as you inhale, when you exhale, say to yourself, tension out. In energy in. And hold it and shift it and tension out. Okay. Now that we got that down, are you breathing? All right. If you are, by the way, if you're listening and you're interested in a how you breathing article or magnet, um, let me know. Okay. I'll give you that the the uh, website to write to later in the show. Right now, we want you to take this idea of making a daily list. So you're going to get this blank book, and the blank book is not going to be for your lists. It's going to be for something else I'll describe in a minute. But you want to start making lists every day of what things need to be done in today, in the day, or in the next day. If you do this at night just before you leave work, It's great. And you come in in the morning, you have your list in front of you. Things can change overnight. So what you want to do is look at that list and prioritize it in the morning. So you make the list at night, you go home, you do whatever, you come back in the morning and you pick up that list and you start to prioritize it in terms of first most important, second most important, third number each item. Realize that those numbers may change as well while you are doing them. All kinds of things can occur. So... Uh, you want to be as focused as you can be, and when you when you number them, then you get started. As you get started, each thing that you do, cross out with a single line. Red is great, because you can still read what the words are, and that's the whole idea. You don't want to cross it out so that you can't read it. You want to cross it out so that you can still see what it is that you accomplished, and also... That will help you with the list for the next day, okay? So it's Monday. It's the end of the day. You're ready to leave your office or your place of business or your truck or whatever. take Take a couple of minutes and make a list of all the things that you want to try to get done tomorrow. As you do that, just do it, okay? Don't judge anything. Just put it there. And once you get it all down on the piece of paper, close it up. And go home, <laughs> all right? And then when you come in in the morning, if, if you're working a morning shift, morning days, a shift, and obviously opposite if it's at night, when you come in next time, you take that list and start putting numbers in front of it. First most important, second most important, third most important. You could stop right there and then go uh, through those three things and then come back to your list and and do one, two, three again. Or you can give them all numbers, which I think is uh, probably not as good. I think when you can do one, two, three to start, it makes life easier because, as I said, things change. And as you're in the middle of this, you may determine that something really needs to be changed. And if it's number eight or 12 or something. And now you got to make it number one. You're going to end up with scribbles all over the place. And it's easier to just do it as you go. So... You may get through the first item and find out that something else on your list has suddenly surged to the top and becomes more important, and so that's got to be the next number one. Um, So you want to do all of that, okay? Now, when you do this, then you'll come in and you'll get that job done. It's going to force you to pay attention, that and the breathing, okay? Now, I mentioned going out and getting a blank book, okay? You're going to be a little journal with that. Make it a journal. And so the way to do that is open it up, on the left-hand page in the corner, put the date, and then put what happened across the top. Little headline, what happened. On the right-hand page, put how I felt. How I felt. So what you're going to do is no more than a page. Sometimes it's just a scribble. Sometimes you're just going to, you know, I don't know, make an ink inkblot. Um, but do something on each page every day. So today's date. You go in there, um, and during the day or at the end of the day is usually uh, most helpful, but you can do it anytime. Put down what happened, something that happened during the day. Just describe what happened. No opinions, no anything, whether it was good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter. Put it down. If it's an impact to you or your business, put it down. And then on the right-hand page, how did you feel about that, how I felt? Now's the place to editorialize, okay? So um, that's where you explain yourself and you're thinking about what happened. When you have this little book and you do this consistently on a daily basis, and some days there won't be a whole lot to put down, but that's okay. Other days you'll make up for it. When you do this for a while, you'll look back at this, and you're going to learn from yourself by looking at what you wrote on those two pages each day. You'll be amazed. And I, I've done this sometimes months later or a year later, look at it and say, oh my heavens, look what I've just learned from myself. I didn't even know that this was the case at the time that it happened. And look what, you know, it's, it's an amazing experience. Don't be afraid to uh, ask yourself questions and to, and to write down, as I said, what happened and how I felt. When, when you have... Um, when you have these questions of yourself, and we're going to talk about this a, a bunch here in the second half of the show, um, you want to be able to ask others questions as well. And so sometimes that's what happened, is you asked other people's questions, and, and then how you felt is about what their answers were. But but separately, when you can ask questions of other people, it's always worth making, jotting down a note about it, Okay. And, and so you want to ask questions constantly about, from your employees to your, your vendors, your suppliers, your customers, your prospects. Ask everybody questions. Well, what did you think of this display? How do you like this, uh, this um, discount arrangement? What do you think about the colors on our sign? Any, ask opinions about anything. And, and as people tell you this, don't get defensive. Just write it down. That's what happened. You have chance later to go back and say how you felt. You can write it down. But don't try to be defensive about something that you've just asked somebody to give you an opinion on or they never will be honest with you again. So thank you for listening to the first half. We look to see you in the second half. Make sure you don't miss us. Welcome back to Business Works. This is Hal PR, And how much do you really want your business to succeed? How do you measure that? And what terms do you use? Some things every business has in common something Um, giant retail corporate entities like walmart mcdonald's have the same basic issues and concerns and challenges that a local mom and pop retail store has you don't believe it it's true established businesses offering services have the same basic issues concerns challenges that brand new entities have and so on the differences have to do with the size and scope of the issues, of the challenges, of the concerns. But guess what? All businesses, every business, needs to wrestle with expenses, with pleasing customers, with finding new customers or patients, if you're a healthcare practice, with employee or staff training and relationships with projecting a positive image with maintaining and strengthening both family and community relations with establishing and maintaining a meaningful brand and image and with being able to smile at the end of each day. (laughs) Of course, there's more, but that's for openers. So Again, remember that you're not alone. If you're in business or are looking to be in business or have been in business, you well know that these things are in common no matter how big your business, no matter how complex your business, no matter how many entities you're responsible for, how many people are on your staff. They are the same sets of, pro- of problems that we all experience And sometimes they are more convoluted or more complicated because of the size of the business. But basically, they are the same issues. So here are some points to consider, some how-tos that address those kinds of needs. But you may say, I have nothing to write down or answer or think about. Well, you do. You do. And we're going to talk about those. Um, One is number one. Surround yourself with dedicated, strong support people in your business, in your community, and of course, and above all, in your family. You need to cultivate your family to accept your business commitments and understand and help you with where that's possible. That's important. Without the support of your family... You really are uh, a lonesome dove out there, you know. So surround yourself with dedicated, strong support people in your business, in your community, and your family. Number two, do your homework. Quiet moments at home or after hours at your place of business or in your garage or even parked in a quiet, empty area in your car or your truck. Update your goals, update your wish list. Develop or review your mission statement. What your business seeks to achieve with customers or patients, with suppliers, with your community, with your business neighbors, your family, your advisors. That's your mission statement. And then tackle your vision. Statement. The mission and vision. Mission is what you're doing every day to make your business better, to help your customers be happier, keep your suppliers more focused and committed to you, etc., etc., on and on. Your employees, of course. That's the mission statement. But now you need, once you've got that down and you're working with it and you adhere to it, then tackle your vision statement because that's where you see yourself and your business in five years. In 10 years, do you get there by f- following your mission statement? Let's hope so. That's the whole idea. So, if you follow what you set up as your mission and you do it every day and you reinforce it in every way possible for yourself and others around you, then take that and it becomes the path for you to follow to reach your mission statement. In other words, where you see yourself and your business five years down the road, ten years down the road. Why is that important? Because it's goal setting, isn't it? It's, it's where you want to be. So the first part of this, the, the mission statement, that's where you are and that's how you do things and that's which will lead you to the vision that you have of where you want to end up. Um, when you write it down, again, it's a commitment. So don't hesitate to do that. And don't think you're going to do it by punching it into your cell phone or your laptop or whatever. It It isn't going to be the same thing. You you can do that, and then you close it up or shut it down, and it's out of your mind. When you write something down, it stays with you. And you got that piece of paper to carry around. You can also put it on your computer, of course, but start out with by writing it down. Um, one of the ways to do this is to take a a personal and a business operations inventory because it, it, it helps enormously if you know what it is you have to work with before you decide what it is you want to achieve. And then further than that with the vision statement, where it is you want to be over a period of time. So... The bottom line, again, is, is taking this inventory on a personal and business basis gives you a foothold. It, it makes your business have a place uh, in the sun. <laughs> it, it gets you focused on what it is that's important. And you may think you know what's important to you, but odds are pretty good that once you get caught up in running your business day-to-day, it's very easy to lose sight of where you're going it's very easy it's sometimes you get so involved with uh um the inning of the baseball game you're in you don't you don't think about the end result or you don't uh, you don't zero in on on how to get to where you're going and and you're so caught up with the moment and so that happens a lot with business um so you might want to ask do you uh does your business or do your personal skills need some kind of updating? Do they need some coaching? Do you need some special knowledge that maybe you don't have? What are you doing about that? I mean, are you researching this idea on the internet? Are you looking up Um, what kind of updating would be good for you, what kind of coaching is out there and available that would be helpful to you, what kind of special knowledge you can use. Uh, That's a helpful thing to do. Talking with prospective prospective people, uh, management coaches, trainers, consultants, talk with them. Find out about compatibility uh, of that, person or group with you and your intentions, with your goals, with your mission? Does it fit? Do they seem to understand what it is that you're trying to do? What's your confidence level about that and about those individuals before you uh, sit down and make an arrangement with them or pay them anything? What are your expectations? What are their expectations? You need to ask questions. Otherwise, you know what? You are the square peg in the round hole. If you have no idea of what I've just been talking about, then you also will have no concept of confidentiality or be able to accurately uh, deal with whatever fees there are involved. Um, You're not going to have a realistic point of view. Are you breathing? (sighs) Okay, so then what do you do or should you do with the results of your findings? How much of your, uh, how much of your business thinking, your goals, your mission, the vision that you have for your business, do you share with others? Who do you share those with? Said the owl. Who <laughs> do you share them with? Employees. That'd be a pretty good idea, wouldn't it? You don't have to tell employees everything that's in your whole brain. I mean, you couldn't do that anyway. But but you certainly can provide encouragement for them and be motivating to them when you share with them the directions of your thinking. Same thing with your family, by the way. And guess what? Your accountant, same thing. Your lawyer, same thing. Your public, of course. Your suppliers, of course. You're the consultants, but who the consultants are. How how much do you worry about any of these people and not under that they might not understand you or that you are being too rigid or too biased or too liberal or too conservative to fit your way of thinking? Are they being like that? If that's if that's an issue, let's try this. Let me know your thoughts. Odds are pretty good. I can point you in the right direction. You can write me an email hal at businessworks.com. Dot us, and put 941 in the subject line. Please feel free to send me uh, your, your questions or our thoughts or anything you want to talk about, Hal at businessworks.us, and I'll be happy to respond to you promptly, and I look forward to hearing from you. I've gotten some terrific emails like that, and uh, it's fun for me. All right, have a great day, and stay out of trouble. trouble. Remember to breathe. You've been listening to Business Works. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hintz and Oakley Podcast Center.